Yeah, and it's even it's even worse for a person like myself because I have this abrupt personality to begin with. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> to the 20-Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast. I am Tony Dixon, and I am sitting across the table from Pastor Rich Balvans. Hello, Pastor Rich. Well, hi, Tony. You sound rather upbeat today. That's... Oh, you know, a little bit. I'm, I'm excited to be back in the studio here. Yeah. You know, before the holidays, we came back for a few episodes, and we said, hey, we're going to start this up again regularly. <laughs> and uh, I, maybe there was a bit of naiveness in that, but that's okay. Yeah, that, well... Uh, <laughs> Things, things, you know, like everything else, just haven't worked out always. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe that we we came back into the studio and did a, an episode in about the same or the next week. Then we were back in our homes quarantining. So. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's all done with now, and we're we're just here waiting for the snow to melt and for spring to arrive. <laughs> that's right. That's the next thing we have to look forward to. <laughs> that's the, that's the next thing, and and weirdly enough. That will come about at the one-year point yeah. of the COVID thing. Isn't that yeah. amazing when and you think back to it? It is. It's been quite the year, hasn't it? And and, oh, it's, you know, yeah. and, and unfortunately, during this during this year, I mean, we've had some high points, I guess, but it just seems like most of what's taken place in the last nine, ten months or so has just been negative, built on, yeah. piled on, negative, piled on, negative. I know. Well, the thing that I've noticed about this entire year, and there's probably others who would agree, that it, something happens, and then you think, man, it's got to get better after this. And then <laughs> something else happens, and you think, man, it's got to get better after this. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. then the old saying, you know, bad things happen in threes, and so something else happens, and you say, yeah. Well, now it can't. There's no other option. It has to get better. Yeah, there are good things happening too, but yeah. it seems like those negative, tough things just keep rolling in. Well, it's hard to convince people of that when they're still waiting for their contractor to come and fix their home, and I know, <laughs> and finally get the the last trees cut down, and and all those kinds of things that are staring at us, reminding us of all the junk that's happened in the last. That's few right. Months. That's right. Well, today, hey, I had some things that have been jumping out at me over the past couple of months. And I was just, I was itching to talk with you about it. Okay. But today, I wanted to talk about social media. Don't turn off the podcast quite yet. All right. Um, But there's been an evolution throughout the years. And uh, in some of that, we've we've seen more recently, and it's kind of amped up, right? It's gotten a lot quicker. But but I, I wanted to start by talking about this. How have you seen in your lifetime the the change or the evolution of people relating to each other? Hmm. I know a tough question. Yeah, it it is, but I would say that in general during my lifetime, it's been a gradual separating of of groups. Okay. You know, and and part of that comes from our designating ourselves as being part of one group or another. Okay. You know, and so that has kind of increased in speed in the last few years so that people have separated themselves into camps. Mm, okay. And you don't cross the boundaries very 
often yeah if you once you have separated into those camps so it's that mentality of i would never agree with that person or associate with yeah. that person okay yeah. interesting yeah so that so that a, a person's position on an issue hmm. uh now separates us as opposed to a general philosophy or a general ideology perhaps oh wow yeah that you makes know, sense uh it really goes back, and you know, I, I hate to bring this up as the example, but if, if for those who remember back to the abortion ruling in 1973. Now, I just want to point I know, out. I know. I know. I, know. I don't want to bring light to a kind of a, a darker topic. Right. But I didn't even exist yet. <laughs> I know. I know you didn't. But that is really the beginning yeah. of what we call the single issue voter. Okay. The single issue voter, and that one topic, in my mind. Now, I'm I'm no historian, but in my <laughs> mind, that is sort of the beginning of of people really rapidly separating themselves based on a single position. Okay, a single so, position. So, in your lifetime, that's issue. kind of the first thing that you saw that was that would be about the happened. first thing. Now, yeah. there there probably were other examples before that, I'm sure, but. In my lifetime, that's that I would say that's kind of the key one that sure. led to further erosion of our relatability to one another. Yeah. So it sounds like then all of a sudden it wasn't that you were looking at an individual, you know, maybe an acquaintance or a friend or somebody that you grew up with as, oh, that's that person. And, you know, here's here's what they believe on this. It's no, that's who they are. Yeah, and people became identi- identified themselves with it first of all. Sure. And then others identify you the same way. Right. And uh and you see that, you know, in politics and, and in all sorts of relationships. But that's just my interpretation of what, you know, when the things really started falling apart <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> like we said at the beginning, yeah. this is going to be a nice lighthearted yeah, light episode. Heart. Well, you know, you can uh. look at the I, I, I tend to, my personal uh, view is that there's nothing wrong in identifying what a problem is. Sure. And you can even do that, uh, hopefully, in fact, in a pleasant way. Maybe <laughs> you know if you can identify <laughs> yeah. something and, and oh yeah, yeah that's that that's kind of where this happened sure uh, but that doesn't mean you have to hang on to some sort of hateful evil uh, attitude toward others yeah. in regard to that issue well and that's one of the reasons why maybe I wanted to bring this up and talk a little bit more today about that because it seems like we've really kind of seen a lot of that over the past couple of weeks at least. I mean, beyond that, but you've really seen, I think, uh, that's been magnified a whole lot more by the things that are happening Mm -hmm. in the world around us. Yeah. Everybody seems, I think, kind of seems to be on edge already because it has been a rough year. And uh, you you throw some really polarizing things into a, a tense situation already. So, that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about the the whole social media thing. Is not you know we've discussed that before. Yeah. But just think how how much it's deteriorated well, since probably the first time we talked about it. I know it <laughs> less than a year ago. It's less, still less than a year ago. But you look at uh, what what kind of um, kicked in for me and triggered this whole thought for me is the fact that I've seen a lot of people 
say, I can't, I can't be friends with you anymore, or I'm not going to talk with you anymore, or uh, if you believe this way, you're no longer somebody that I want to talk to. Yeah. And that's that. Uh, maybe that was the case to begin with, and we're just seeing that come out now. The human nature aspect here is is unchanging. So some of these things that we're seeing that have that have come to the surface lately uh, is not anything new. But we have the ability to uh, magnify it. You know, when when it comes down to that single issue thing, whatever that that is, we tend to forget sometimes that. While we may disagree on one thing, we may agree on a whole bunch of other things. Right. But for one reason or another, uh, and and social media just just plays this to the hilt. Uh, we we focus on the one at the expense of the rest, hmm. and uh, forget how much we have in common with with one another. Um, and and particularly forget our responsibilities to sure. one another. Yeah. Uh, but what we have seen today, uh, exemplified through Facebook and Twitter and and others, is a decision based on these generally single type issue things that those who hold an opposite position. It's not just that they're not worthy of our time; they are not worthy of their time. They're not worthy of their lives. Yeah, right. And the the world would be better off if that person didn't even exist. So you're telling me that that's not the correct stance or view to have well, on this as a <laughs> as a Christian? Well, I I would say no. It's, uh, that that's that's a resounding yeah. no to that because yeah. we have responsibilities toward others, even those to whom with whom we have disagreements. Right. And uh, because of that, uh, we're not acting uh, Christians. I, I can't condemn non-Christians for this, but Christians who uh, do not act according to the wisdom with which they are given by God through the Holy Spirit in his word. Yeah. When we ignore that, that wisdom that is ours, then uh, we are the problem. Sure. The whole concept of wisdom is something that is probably all over the place for some people. I mean, like you said, as, as believers, if we say we believe what the Bible uh, says to be true about wisdom, then that's not coming from ourselves anyway. That can really only come from God. That's right. And in Psalm 19, there's uh, a reference uh, uh, that deals pretty pretty strongly with this kind of situation, at least in my mind. And uh, the, 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 the psalmist uh, prays, essentially, to keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. In other words, Man. arrogance <laughs> that, yeah. that I know better than anybody else and my opinion stands above everyone else's and that for some particular reason, I and no other have the answer to this, this issue. Yeah. Based on what you just said, even before that, about how we tend to then slip into this this view of other people as not not worthy of even being a person. Yeah, it I think it becomes very clear why there are such warnings in Scripture about these things. If I believe that I am the only person that is right and no one else is, 
that will uh, probably lead to some not so great attitudes towards other people oh, ex- around me. Well, if you stop and think, when that that attitude that you are less than I am, yeah, that is the exact attitude that prevailed during the time of slavery. Right. And when when in fact in this country when the slaves were freed, even then they were only given three fifths of personhood legally. Right. right. Because uh, you can do that. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they were they were sixty yeah. percent of a person, right? In terms of voting and 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 that sort of thing. Yeah. And that's that is, although many who would claim that they don't believe that to be the case, that's exactly what we are professing. Yeah. When we are are treating people as less than ourselves. Right. You are a slave of mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You are a slave to me. You are less than an, a full person. Uh, that you are less than that full person that God created you to be. That has a living body and a and an eternal soul. Right. Uh, and uh, but somehow I've determined that I'm I'm greater. Yeah. And that puts us in a personal position of being God. That's a dangerous position to put that's, ourselves that's in. Not, that's not a good spot to be. <laughs> no. That's not a good spot to be. But, you know, when you, when you look at the way people treat one another on social media, uh, especially in saying things that they would never say to your face. Right. And giving that kind of reflection of humanity, it begs the issue of whether or not uh, they're acting in, in Christian charity, so to speak. Yeah. Really, it's fascinating to think about because I know in discussions and conver- conversations I have with people, whether it's in, in person or online, it's easier to let this happen online. So I try to, to stay away from that. But you find yourself in a conversation with somebody and, you know, the more you talk, the more you argue and see that they're in a differing viewpoint than you are and you lean into it even more. And I'm, I'm saying this for myself. I don't know if this is where other people are at. There comes a point when I say, what am I doing? Like, why am I arguing about this? What is it that's motivating me to have this conversation? Yeah. And why do I feel so passionately about whatever it is I'm arguing or, or that I think I'm right yeah. about? Yeah, and it's even it's even worse for a person like myself because I have this abrupt personality to begin with. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> and and uh, so it's a real temptation to just you know get really charged into something. Yeah, and you have to just forcefully say, "Wait a minute, you know why? What's the purpose? And here? what does it matter? What does it matter? You know, and I, I don't I don't mean that to say that like the things that people see." you know, have differing viewpoints about aren't important. No, it's all very important. But for for me, I find myself losing sight of why. Mm -hmm. And I get caught up in the fact that I just, I'm arguing with someone and now I I have to be right. I'm committed to this. And so I have to rationalize my point. I have to stick to it. And I have to come out the other side somehow convincing this other person that I'm not an idiot. You know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when I say that, because when that becomes my motivation in these conversations, I think I completely lose sight of that wisdom that we're talking yeah, about. Ex- it has nothing to do with, with wisdom. Yeah, it, it gets back to our own, own uh, human nature and our desire to, to come out on top. Uh, our charge as God's people is to speak the truth in love. Right. And not just the truth. Yeah. The truth. No, no, no. I only heard that first part. Yeah, I heard you can speak <laughs> the truth, but you're to do it in love. And uh, that requires uh, thought. 
Yeah. And and it, not necessarily a uh, quick response, hair trigger. <laughs> you know that I love cowboys, and I used to practice being a quick draw guy, you know, <laughs> when I was had my little six-shooter in the holster. And, I, and that's kind of like what, what yeah. Facebook and others are now, is it how fast can you draw the gun and, and shoot the guy right. before anything else happens, yeah. you know. And that's that's kind of the way I look at it. That's man, that's interesting. Oh, look at you go! You just, <laughs> you know, because I, I, as you were saying that, I was thinking about the quick response, and how how easy it is for first thing in the morning to pick up your phone, and look at what someone else has commented on your post or mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, and and you do want to you want to man, you know. Yep. Oh, it's been like, God, how, how could they do that at one in the morning when I couldn't respond? <laughs> ah, now I have to respond right away. And uh, what I've noticed is that I, I have to uh, I have to make a conscious decision to, to put, put that aside, to not do that. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, I try not to respond to stuff like that until I can actually sit down at a computer because then I know it won't usually be a quick response. It won't, it won't be from my holster, from yeah. my phone. But if I'm able to kind of stick to that, then I it'll give me a chance to process through, to think through whatever someone has said to me mm-hmm. and formulate a response that I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say that they're words of wisdom, but, but at least has more of a chance of accomplishing that goal, like you said, of trying to speak truth and love or mm-hmm. explain where I'm coming from without letting my human nature get in the way of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to start a riot. No. You know, that's... that's well, <laughs> you know, and I, I, man, I think a lot about, like, back to my childhood. Even as a kid, there were kids that I didn't get along with very well, mm-hmm. but you still hung out with them. Like, because they were there. Yeah. You know, there were, like, kids in the neighborhood, and it's like, oh, that's that one kid. And you may um, you may be completely different people. You may be cut from completely different cloth and, and not enjoy doing the same things or whatever. But there were there were times when just because of the fact that, like, we were all there, we still hung out. And I probably would still consider them all my friends, not my best friends. Yeah. But every once in a while, you'd, you'd as a... Like eight year old kid, you'd say, "Oh, so you know, so and so is did this. You're not my friend anymore." <laughs> and then, what were you doing the next day, though? Yeah. You're probably playing with them again or hanging yeah. out with them again. When the social media were first developing, one of the things that was said is that it, it leveled the playing field. In other words, everyone had an equal voice. Right. Well, in your analogy, on the playground. If there was someone you didn't get along with or they were a bully or they were bigger than you and threatened you, you didn't try to engage them. Right. You would walk away from them and try and avoid that confrontation. In in the case of social media, <laughs> uh, the 90-pound weakling can take on the, the 300-pound offensive lineman. Sure. And you do have supposedly this level playing field because you both have nothing but words yourselves right and uh that way it gives it gives false hope and false strength yeah to some and weakens others uh, in this in this so-called level playing field sure is it really level it's it well it's not level it it it's uh and and that's why you end up in the the conversation deteriorating yeah um but people think that it is. Yeah, that there's that impression. Given there's the that impression it, yeah. that all words are equal. Yeah. Just real quick, I want to share. My seven-year-old son was outside playing with some friends in the snow, and they got into some 
some issue they were fighting about, probably a sled or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I hear him come over to me and he was upset. And I said, hey, what's going on, buddy? What what are you doing over there? Kind of sounds like things are getting a little heated. And he said, it's all right, dad. We were upset. But uh, I, instead of using my fist, I used my words, and now we're okay. It's, <laughs> so isn't that funny? Like this yeah. little seven-year-old kid saying this, you know? And the thing about it is, at first I was like, okay, yeah, like proud dad. Like, great. He didn't end up punching anybody in the face. Like, that's a win. But I did start thinking about it more and thinking, okay, you used words. What words did you <laughs> what use? What words did you use? Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that interesting? Like, yeah. that's... Uh, you'd think and you'd hope like, yeah, okay, words are better than physical violence for sure, Mm -hmm. but they still have a great impact on people. Oh, yeah. And that that was the thought that came to mind is like, how messed up is that that I have to think, is that really that much better that my (laughs) seven-year-old son, I don't know what he said. I I wasn't right there. But words uh, in a lot of cases hold hold just as much power and pack just as much of a punch. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people don't recover from that verbal punch uh, very easily. One of the common uh, phrases from scripture that, that is a, a wise uh, piece of advice that comes uh, also, it's from, from Psalm 19, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and that, that's a great, that's a great uh, I mean, that's, that's great advice for anyone um, at any time. Uh, in any circumstance to consider whether our actions, our words, even our thoughts mm-hmm. um, toward others are acceptable to God. Down. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what there was on social media I, before all of this stuff. Maybe pictures of kids. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, check out my, my meal tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Look at look at this smoked meat. Oh yeah, it looks great. You know? <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's. I think we've hit our time. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we should pray. I think I we think should. Uh, I, and you know, um, I'm going to make this short. Yeah. Because uh, of all the things we talked about in the last comments, uh, what's better than than we simply pray? Let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts. Be acceptable in the sight of our Lord, who is our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Good stuff. Well, let's go try to figure out how to upload this to the internet. I'm not sure I remember how. (laughs) Oh, it'll come back to you.